Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 26 with Hero Rodriguez, a man who has spent a lifetime building mentoring relationships on both sides of the spectrum. As a Cutco Vector rep in my San Jose office, Hero was exposed to the importance of personal development beyond one's formal education. He has built amazing relationships to help further his own growth in business and in life. Most notably, Hero became the right-hand man to Keith Kroc, one of the foremost business leaders in America. In this short snippet, Hero shares how one introduction changed his life, experiences leading DocuSign from pre-IPO to market domination, and specific concepts he learned through his relationship with Keith Kroc. Hero has been lucky to have numerous mentors in his life, and he has done the work to cultivate and build these relationships. Wherever you are today, and especially if you're a part of Vector Marketing, you are meeting people all the time who might have a significant impact on the rest of your life. It's important to bring your best to every interaction and to be constantly on the lookout for the people who can guide you on your journey in life. And when you reach the top of the proverbial mountain, be sure to throw a rope down and help others to climb as well. Finding mentors and eventually being a mentor to others is what we are all about in Cutco Vector, and it's the basis for this podcast about changing lives. If you get value from this podcast on a consistent basis, please rate or review us on your podcast player and consider supporting our podcast sponsors by visiting changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. Hero Rodriguez is an amazing example of how mentorship can change your life, and he pays it forward to this day by helping others to succeed. Be sure to revisit our full conversation in episode number 26. For today, enjoy this flashback segment. I really want to spend a good amount of time talking about DocuSign because uh, this was truly the place that uh, has made your your career um, and been been really amazing. So you got recruited basically to to leave Salesforce and to come over to DocuSign uh, by another former Cutco person, uh, Mike Arietta. So how did that unfold? It was wild, you know. At Salesforce, it was this growing company. Things are going well. You know, tons of opportunity. And, you know, Salesforce being as big as it is, you have, you know, there's, if you perform well, then there are a lot of opportunities. So I, by no means was looking. And one day I get a, a LinkedIn message from one of your guests on this podcast, Mike Cassetta. And he and I had gotten to know each other through management at Vector. 
And next thing you know, he goes, Hey, here, you should meet this guy, Mike Arietta. And of course, Mike Arietta was this silver cup champion. I had never met him, but I sure knew who he was. And so I said, Oh, okay. He goes, yeah, even if you're not looking for a job, I think it'd be great for two, you know, up and coming guys to meet each other. Okay, great. So we met and what I thought was just a hello turned into a, a formal interview and I had to wake up real quick in the middle of this Friday afternoon leaving at the Hilton restaurant. And next thing you know, they brought me in for an opportunity to meet with Keith Kroc, who is the CEO, the chief revenue officer, the president, um, the CFO, head of sales. And so next thing you know, Mike Arietta recruited me to leave Salesforce, which was a pretty tough decision considering I had a pretty comfortable gig for a company that was starting to become something, but it hadn't quite made the splash that it was at the time. And then, you know, if you fast forward multiple years, that one introduction and that one meeting at that hotel, I mean, that changed my life and it was just unbelievable. It's amazing how one connection can make such a compelling difference in, in someone's life. And, and I think it's a great reminder for people that every day as you're out there interacting with people, you're encountering people that can ultimately change your life, right? It, you created a good feeling with Michael Cassetta through your interactions with him. And I know he, you, you were both in Cutco, you both left Cutco. He was in San Francisco at that point with Square, right? And, but you had created a good enough relationship that he wanted to introduce you to Mike. He had a favorable impression of you. And so I just think about, you know, all of our reps and managers that are meeting so many different people every day, the importance of relationship building. So you were introduced by Mike to DocuSign and tell us about that ride working at DocuSign. You were there through explosive growth. You were there through the IPO. Like, tell us about that ride. It was, you know, just a rocket ship. I think I've heard someone say, you know, someone offers you a seat on the rocket ship. You don't ask where you just get on that ship. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So for a while I contemplated and then I just said, let's do this. And so I was brought in originally to become the director of executive engagement. And so I worked directly with the CEO and Mike Arietta to focus on bridging the gap between our a lot of mainly our enterprise sales cycles and our CEO, Keith Kroc. And so whenever Keith would have a meeting with Michael Dell or uh, Satya Nadella from Microsoft or Mark Benioff from Salesforce, I was the bridge between the sales organization and Keith to say, hey, Keith, here's exactly what to say. And I would be in those meetings with Keith. And so that in the early days gave me an opportunity to see, hey, this is this is these, you know, this is how top influential CEOs talk to each other. Fast forward a little bit, and eventually I was, uh, as Mike Arietta was promoted to become the VP of Telco, I formally became the chief of staff to Keith. And becoming the chief of staff to a CEO of a company was really interesting because A, it gave me this very unique purview across all the different parts of the business, whether it was marketing, sales, operations, product. Um, IT, as well as really seeing how an established entrepreneur, Silicon Valley icon like Keith, who had started up a company called Ariba that eventually became worth $40 billion and seeing the things that he executed, the strategic chess moves, as we like to call them, to witness that firsthand was great. 
Recently, Keith was named the Business Leader of the Year by Harvard Business School. He is right up there uh, in the pantheon of top American business leaders, top world business leaders. And you had a chance to be his right-hand person uh, for years right there at DocuSign. And I'd, I'd love just to gain a little bit of an insight into what it was like working with him specifically and what qualities he brought to the table as a leader. You know, there was having a chance to work with Keith. I realized that sometimes the, the higher they are, the nicer they are. So a good example of this is Keith's humility and the modesty. So Keith came from the Midwest, Rocky River, Ohio. He didn't come from money, but he sure, you know, worked hard and was fortunate enough to get a General Motors scholarship and then a fellowship to go to both Purdue and Harvard Business School. But what I always appreciated was that that humility was always forever instilled. And so he has a sign on his desk that says, there's no limit to how far a man can go if he doesn't mind who gets the credit. And that was something that he definitely lived by. There were times late at night, we would be strategizing and thinking about the next move that we were going to make as a company. And one of us would come up with it. And we would just they go, you're a genius. And I go, no, 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 you're a genius. He goes, no, you're a genius. So I go, oh, you're, that's the greatest idea ever. And it just it would, didn't matter who got the credit. Matter of fact, he always actually tried to give everybody else the credit, even though there were times it was very clearly his idea. But that modesty, that humility was great. And, and, you know, alongside with that came this real genuine honesty. So we had a, a playbook that we have executed and Keith has done at every single company. And there was the team rules. And rule number one always is direct, open, honest communication. I think, you know, Danny, you know, we, we live out here in Silicon Valley. We've seen quite a few different types of ways that people approach but Keith was always so true to that. It was direct, open, honest communication, especially as you're growing a starting a, a scaling company. You don't have time to play games and to sort of circle around the truth and play politics. It was, let's hit it straight on. Let's have a direct, open, honest communication and let's address this. Um, and so that was, those are just a couple of the characteristics that really, really helped and made me appreciate having the opportunity to work direct by side. That's so valuable to hear. And, and it's a great insight for any business person. And when, when you think about this idea of direct, open, honest communication, this means that people need to be able to give critical feedback at times. And I think it's important to learn the ways of giving critical feedback that work, that are constructive. And also it means people need to learn to be able to receive critical feedback and value it. That's why we used to always say diversity of thought is the catalyst to genius. And that's why I think Keith always appreciated working with folks that maybe didn't have a similar background. So I think maybe me as an example you know, I didn't have maybe the experience, but I thought about it from a, a different, you know, different generation's point of view. And I think he always appreciated that because, and then we had the trust. So certainly the trust was there for me to be able to call Keith out um, because also, you know, maybe not everybody is going to feel comfortable to just straight up tell your CEO, Hey, dude, that's not a good idea, but we had the trust and he appreciated that. I think I looked at things differently. And so as we would grow this company and over the years, we always appreciated, and we would oftentimes seek people who had completely different experiences, had a different point of view. I mean, 
how do you grow when you're in an echo chamber, you know? And so we always, that was such a key line is that diversity of thought is the catalyst to genius. Mm. And we lived by that. Amazing. Amazing. You know, let's talk a little bit about the role of mentorship in your life. Cause I know this is something that, that uh, you've described as being a really important topic to you. Mentorship, both for you, for others. Uh, t- tell me what comes to your mind when I bring this up. So I was just having a conversation with one of my buddies who I feel thankful that he considers me one of his mentors. And we were talking about the value of mentorship advisors. And I shared the story that one of the greatest lessons that I had learned from Keith Croc was there was an afternoon in July of, I think, 2017. We were walking through the garden. I said, hey, Keith, who's the greatest leader in your eyes? I thought he was going to say his mentor, who is John Chambers, the former longtime revered CEO of Cisco here in Silicon Valley. And he didn't. He goes, you know, in my mind, it's not about having one ideal leader. He goes, it's what you call the hybrid leadership matrix. And so on one axis, if you're thinking about the y-axis going up and down, you have all these different characteristics, courage, ambition, kindness, humility, fidelity to principle, on and on and on. And then across that, with the x-axis, you have the different leaders that you look up to. And some of them you know personally, like you might have your father on there, your mother, on a boss, a, a manager, or you might have somebody that you've never met, like a Steve Jobs, and you go, well, from what I know, Steve Jobs is somebody that I aspire to think from an innovative perspective. He was very innovative. Oh, checkbox there. But from what I understand, maybe he wasn't the nicest, you know, softest manager. So I'll put an expert Steve Jobs on that one. <laughs> you start to go through this chart and you say, oh, you know what? I want to be like Dan Cassetta when it comes to personal growth. That is the person. I want to be like him on that. And then for patience, okay, my dad has patience. For kindness, I want to be like, actually, my wife is really good. And so that was sort of the idea. And you get the best of both worlds. And so one of the greatest gifts that what he only not only taught me that principle, but through our adventures and going around the globe and taking DocuSign across the country, you know, I'm sorry, not just across the country, but to Japan and to Europe, I was having the opportunity to meet the CEO of NTT, the former CEO of Kimpton Hotels, General Stanley McChrystal from a four-star general. And so now to this day, you know, I have different people that I will call on and that I can ring up at any time and say, Hey, you know, I'm struggling with this decision. Do you mind if, you know, can I, can I pick your brain? And so when it comes to potentially serving your country, I call General Stanley McChrystal. If I have a, an HR question, either if it's me personally or a company that I'm working with, I will call our DocuSign's former CHRO or how to go thinking about your career and call the former CEO of Kimpton hotels because I, I, his career progression was very unique. And so that being able to call on different people, as opposed to only calling my dad or calling Keith crack, Keith actually would never even want that. We always say, you know, when you're a parent, you have two jobs, give your kids confidence and give them a bunch of people to look up to because one day they're not going to call you. And that was something that I really am grateful for that. I have a bunch of mentors that I can call on in my life for sure. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player 
and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives. 